Welcome to Climb Hard, Love Harder podcast. This is Dean. Uh, Eric snuck off to Lander, Wyoming and attended the International Climbers Festival. And while he was there, he was able to connect with Kitty Calhoun, have a great conversation with her that you are about to listen into. Um, I was a bit jealous, but I also was in Honduras with my wife and one of our sons on a mission trip with our church. And while I was there, I was able to connect with Jerry, who started a climbing club 20 years ago. So I had a great opportunity to climb with him and make a new connection. So even though I was a bit jealous, I had a great time down there. And Eric had a great time in Lander. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. Welcome to Climb Hard, Love Harder podcast. Uh, this is Eric, and uh, Dean is not able to be here with us this time, but he's going to hopefully have added an intro and an outro uh, with his own zany spiciness. Uh, I am here with Kitty Calhoun, uh, one of my climbing heroes. Uh, we were able to uh, connect at the International Climbers Festival in Lander, Wyoming, and uh, at a bunch of hangout time, uh, spiritually uh, in rewarding fellowship time with other Climbers for Christ folks. And so I am just so honored and excited to have Kitty here uh, telling us about herself um, and just sharing. Uh, Kitty, welcome, and thank you so much for taking time to do this with us. Um, it's, it's just super cool. Uh, tell us about yourself, introduce yourself, uh, what makes you tick, what gets you up in the morning? Uh, I'm Kitty Calhoun, I'm a Christian climber, and I like climbing in all aspects, like I uh, like alpine climbing, ice climbing, mixed climbing, rock climbing, and rock climbing you have sport climbing, trad climbing, big wall climbing, you got <laughs> slab climbing, you got overhanging climbing, you got technical climbing, you got um, granite, cobblestone, limestone, sandstone, and uh, did I say limestone? There's five of them anyway. There's one that Quartzite. Quartzite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so one you missed five. though, uh, uh, Choss. Uh, no, actually a boulder would say I missed boulder, bouldering. I, <laughs> forgot that one yeah so yeah there's all kinds of all kinds of climbing within climbing so it's enough to keep me um entertained so now uh folks if you're listening and you don't know who kitty calhoun is just look her up um this woman is one of the firsts in so many ways uh an alpinist uh first ascensionist uh rugged mountaineer um rugged uh multi-pitch big waller I mean, you go down the list on and on and on, uh, and one of the nicest, best people, female, male, I don't care what you call it, uh, that I know, and I was watching you this morning uh, with one of the youngsters that's been here with us, uh, leaning in, as he was talking, leaning in, listening, eye contact, giving yourself to him, just giving your attention and your time to him, and... Uh, Oh my gosh, that was so good to see. Well, oh, it's selfish. I was learning. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't we have so much to learn? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, tell us a little bit about. Uh, are you? You're, you uh, said you're a Christian rock climber. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about your spiritual life, your life of faith, 
um, that part of you? Uh, well, I grew up in a Christian home. I'm from the southeast. I think it's called the Bible Belt, um, and and I was a believer, but but I didn't. I sort of fell off the tracks, um, got divorced, and became a born again Christian, and and I realized that it's all about a relationship with Christ, and that's um, that's personal, and it's and it's and it's. It's, it's deeper, it's a deep, deeper, uh, it's brought me deeper, a deeper understanding and a deeper passion, uh, deeper, deeper, um, more rewarding than sort of um, when, that, when the personal relationship's not emphasized, when it's just sort of more of a, I guess you would call it, a religion around a belief um, that doesn't emphasize a personal relationship. Yeah. You feel more not not a, not a, not quite as connected. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think when people uh, when you're out in the I know in the climbing community uh, we hear a lot of um, uh, the mountains are my cathedral, uh, the outdoors oh, are my church. Uh, what do you th can you speak to that? That's, or? That sort of drives me nuts. Okay. <laughs> because, um, well, usually when I hear that, it's, it's spoken by somebody who's not a Christian. So they're trying, it feels like they're trying to make a comeback to Christianity and uh, that that everybody can relate to and say, oh yeah, but you know, really the emphasis is on the wrong thing. It's like, yeah, um, the outdoors is is awesome because it's God's creation. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not, not, a, a it's not God. <laughs> yeah, it's not God, but it's, and it's not not a cathedral, but it's not in the way that they're meaning it. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's um, so that kind of bothers me. Uh, you have uh, a family. Uh, you're uh, a go out and get them alpinist. Um, I don't know if you're able to speak to it. Uh, what kind of advice would you give for uh, for all of us who also have families, love the mountains, love to get on rock, uh, even just the local crag? Yeah, balance well, and all it's, of that. Yeah, it's that's a big one. It's important to take care of yourself so that you can be a better parent. And, um, and that might mean taking risk, you know, but the thing is, is that you're modeling a lifestyle, you're modeling a way of being, a way of looking at life that, that, um, that does have an influence on your kids. And so uh, I think it's important to, I believe that it's important to live life. Um, we were called, we were all called to life to recognize that life is is an adventure, um, it requires um, we get. For me, climbing tests me all the time. It tests my faith. Yeah. I get yeah. uh, scared. Sometimes it's just um, you know. <laughs> Do you get scared? Fear of falling, but that's yeah. you know. Shouldn't it's just because I'm a an old trad climber, you know. It's, like nothing's gonna happen, but then there's other kinds of fear where you know you're in yeah. you're in the mountains and and um, avalanches are real, like they can kill you. And so, um, but I don't um, not 
not put myself in those situations because you can't keep you can't protect yourself from dying like it's going to happen you don't know how and you don't know when you try to use good judgment yeah. but uh and not tempt the lord but uh but you 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 don't know and so i think when you recognize that every day that it helps you um, not take things for granted and live your life uh, as if it might be the last day you get. Yeah. And so it's a it's more about quality than quantity, and hopefully you get both. But you never you don't know. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> you your plan is. You were mentioned the other uh, evening in the kitchen uh, here that um, something to the effect of I'm gonna get this wrong, so straighten me out. We are given this uh, healthy life yeah. or a healthy body. Now go use it. Uh, what yeah. was that, that you were saying? Yeah. Well, you show I show appreciation for my health by um, by using it. So oh, I, um, I may not feel like going for a run, but I'm going for a run because I can today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. yesterday's past. Yeah. Today my body's working. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a run today. Yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. Because I've got it. I yes, can. I've got it. That's a good reason, too, just to get up the rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this moment, uh, I really don't, I, I don't know. I, I really, uh, I struggle sometimes with just, you know, want to keep going. Yeah. And uh, there have been climbs I've been on where, like, every move mm-hmm. is, that sta- yeah. is that statement. It's like, yeah. I don't, and this something I say is, I don't have to climb the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I just have to make the next move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I can make the next move. I'm here in this moment to make the next move. Right. Here I go, making the yeah. next move. Yeah. 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 Um, trust and commit is a mantra that I use a lot. I heard you say that to me uh, yesterday yeah. on uh, when I was climbing oh, in a crunchy spot right. there. Yeah. I is heard, that helpful? I heard that. Yes, it was. Uh, especially the, uh, yep, trust it, commit. And you were like yelling it up at me, commit. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, go. Yeah. Because you could see that I was starting to get, yeah. uh, that I was on a thin spot. Yeah. Uh, I was, and if I hung out there too long, you know, the clock's ticking. Yeah. yeah. And man, yeah. Uh, get up, go through, and get that next hold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one way or another, you're Trust. coming down. Trust. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Trust and commit. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, I think about mantras, and uh, one time I was, um, leading like one of the final hard pitches on the Salathe and my partner was um, she couldn't see me it was the first pitch of the morning it was early she was probably still in her sleeping bag I don't know if she was even awake uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, was she blaming you yes yes and uh, <laughs> but anyway <laughs> I think she was she was supposed to be <laughs> and so um, so I had been Aiden, and then and then I had to bust a free move, and my last gear was way below me, and um, and so I started thinking, okay, I've got God and sticky rubber, those are my strengths, <laughs> and so yeah. that was my mantra. I've got God and sticky rubber. I've got God and sticky rubber, yes. <laughs> and I said that over and over while oh I did the move. Yes. Oh my gosh. I yeah. say things like that on uh, on slab 
Uh, well, this was a slab. Okay, yeah. yeah and it's, I, I say things yeah. like, I, and I'm going to add the God part because I love adding that yeah. in. I say, my feet are so sticky. Oh my goodness, my shoes are sticky. I yeah. have sticky shoes. My yeah. shoes are sticky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd add is, God to the equation. I love that. that yes, yeah. yes. Okay, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, say something about your proudest sin. Uh, you must have a proudest sin or most memorable sin or one that was like, uh, if I had died right now, that, you know, right after that, I would have been happy. You know, that filled my cup kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say it, it was um, it was like the third ascent of the West Pillar of Makalu. And the thing that was um, the most... Uh, outstanding to um, about that ascent is that we were a team of six um, really good friends and we uh, worked on this route I think it was 60 days from when we first started hiking in it was a hundred mile approach you have to cross over three 14,000 foot passes just to get to base camp base camp wow. is like at 17,000 feet wow. you know and so anyway in a highly technical, it involved 10,000 feet of technical climbing. And and um, we worked together as a team. Like, and the only reason that we, that anybody was able to summit is because the synergy of, 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 each, pers- of each person yeah. that contributed to the success. And so that, yeah. that uh, ideal of teamwork is something that I really strive towards because it, there's so much power in it. Yeah. Like we're so much more than just the sum of ourselves. That is a uh, that's a learning thing for me. Yeah. I'm in the midst of of, uh, of learning that. I, I think I know I do it. Yeah. But it doesn't come naturally. Yeah. And so that is something I practice intentionally, mm-hmm. and I've got people around me that are so good mm-hmm. at building community, building the synergy building teamwork mm-hmm. and I am like watching them I'm watching yeah. them and learning from it and uh, those types of comments about especially on something as as gigantic a challenge uh, it's not going to happen by yourself yeah well then the other thing is in this day and age I mean we're starting to recognize the importance of uh diversity, equity, and inclusion, but uh-huh. it totally is uh, important for us to solve the challenges that we have in front of us, is yeah. to be inclusive and to yes. really listen to others yes. and um, give others a voice and give them leadership. Yes. Because that's the only way is with the uh, diversity of perspectives that we're going to be able to move through together to solve the issues at hand. Right. In a little bit, I want to uh, talk with you or ask you questions about your passions mm-hmm. because I think that uh, you might be able to speak to yeah. getting problems solved together. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've already got a hint from the other day in the car yeah. of some of your passions, yeah. and that made my heart so excited and warm. Okay. So uh, can we just kind of yeah. table it temporarily? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I do want to hear about those. Um, uh, do you have like a, uh, I know you're, that's your, uh, your favorite send or your most memorable, powerful send. Um, any 
I don't want to say failures, but anything that uh, a memorable or powerful moment where things did not go your way, <laughs> or you did not summit, or it did not happen, or maybe you didn't even get off the trailhead, uh, but something where it's like, but somehow it impacted you in a meaningful way. Well, I mean, yeah, there have been lots of times when I didn't get up something. I mean, I have a peak, you know, and I've thought about it. Like when we tried um, the first descent of the North Face of Telly Sager in 1986, and we got up like two thirds of the way, but the big storm came in. You know, we were stuck on a quarter ledge for eight days. And I mean, uh, and I was grateful to have survived. So you gotta be grateful for that. Um, I was disappointed that we didn't make this summit, but you know, I thought, I've thought about not making the summit lots and I think it you know if if I always made the summit then it I guess it'd be too easy it wouldn't be uh it wouldn't hold a, right. the the fascination you know there there's like this yeah. um when you set goals say in sport climbing you want to set a goal um that's like maybe 50-50 attainable you know if you work on it and uh, because if it's if it's too easy then it's not going to be meaningful and it's not going to be challenge is challenging you probably won't learn and grow as much um, and if I got up everything I ever tried I'd probably quit you know it'd just be kind of boring so there is something to um, uh, having to learn be tested rise to the occasion and and then and then sometimes you don't make it, and then you just learn from those experiences and get better. Yeah. You can't beat yourself up over it, you know. It's uh, no judgment. You tried, you learned, come back again, even stronger. Do you ever beat yourself up over those things? I do. Yeah, I mean, I have. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wow. If you could. Uh... If you could look back and uh, talk to your younger self, um, anything you'd say? Uh, what kind of conversation would that look like? You know, I mean, the 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 thing I keep coming back to is is the divorce, and it's like, well, you know, I mean, we're we're not supposed to feel guilty. We're and so I, anytime I feel guilty, I just try to remember that you know that that's yeah. not a part of the Christian faith is guilt you know because we've been forgiven and we've you know we've got every day every time we ask for forgiveness we've given we've basically been given a fresh start clean slate you know yeah. and uh, and so it's it's uh, I think it's just important to um, realize that um, we all have lessons to learn you know everything's not a hero is a person who's been through difficulties and yeah. uh, and, and then come out the other side um, being wiser, not not bitter or cynical, okay. uh, you know. And uh, and I think resilience is really an important trait to a person, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got, I've got a, a son in the special forces, and you know, I think that's what they're really looking for, yeah. you know. They're looking for somebody who's resilient because they're gonna be. Um, uh, that's what they. That's what we need. You know? could, could you flesh resilience. out the word resilience a little bit for us? Well, I think it's just being able to. Uh, I boy, you know, what I mean, um, not give up hope. 
it's important for us to real well I mean you know as Christians we have ultimate source of strength and hope um, yeah. and uh, um, but we're meant for so much more than we could ever even imagine that it's really it's it's that it, that it, it's it all happens to us we all get um, downtrodden at times yeah. we may lose lose hope um, but I think that it that's it is just uh, so important to to be able to get to rise above that because it doesn't come from God you know feelings of guilt feelings of hopelessness those don't come from the Lord yeah 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 that is a good word thank you mm. the other day uh, and we can cut this out if you don't want it in. Uh, the other day you talked about uh, minimalism. Uh, okay. uh, is that something you'd be willing to share with us? Yeah, that's re really important to me. I mean, um, the idea of minimalism or voluntary simplicity, and and um, it's I think uh, what was it Saint uh, Agassiz uh -huh. or something like. Uh -huh. Talked about that. Well, yeah, Saint Francis. Saint Francis. Yeah. And uh, and in and um, anyway, it's the idea that you um, focus on your time, energy, and resources on what's most what's most important. So you're constantly reevaluating, and that we don't sur surround ourselves with. Um, people and things are not it's it, it is about relationship what relationships are most important to you but but um but um in actuality the person who has the most toys isn't the one who wins you no. know it's <laughs> right? because you because you become distracted you know yes. and and so um and you related this to your alpinism that, yeah well Clearly, minimalism is important in alpinism because you have to think about um, what you need and what you don't need, and um, and um, I think you become more grateful for what you have. Yeah. And and uh, the things that are important to you, and then also there's a sense of freedom from understanding what you can do without. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so for your everyday, for your, like in your everyday life, what does minimalism look like? Well, I can I mean, tell you, you on like, for on a on a climb, you know, if you if you have, I mean, <clears throat> just water and bread, you know, becomes like wow. If I had a piece of bread, <laughs> that butter on it, that'd be even better. But you know, it's like if I had a piece of bread, that'd be so awesome, you know. And oh, then, uh, and then um, being warm, you know, it's just nice to be warm and dry. So these oh, things are goodness. simple, but they're they're they're, they're elemental. Basic. They're elemental, but um, yeah. you can't take these things for. I mean, they're they're just they're just so awesome, you know. And I think sometimes I've noticed it seems like when people are facing into life that they become more grateful for the simple things, you know. And it is it shouldn't have to come to that, but you know that's what alpinism remind brings to me is just this reminder of, yeah. of being grateful for, for the simple things. Oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah. My wife and I uh, have practiced 
going through our things and uh, either uh, throwing away, uh, giving away, uh, if it's a nice thing mm -hmm. that we're not using or don't mm -hmm. need it, or we've got five of them, mm -hmm. right? Giving away to somebody or uh, donating yep. uh, to charity. And uh, one, in practical terms, uh, we're not capable personally of going through our whole home uh, yeah. together doing that. So we are, we set up uh, just a section. Let's yeah. go through these two cupboards today, or yeah. let's go through this closet today, mm -hmm. and and do that in a section. And sure enough, we're chipping away at all the stuff we accumulate. Mm -hmm. And I have to believe that we have similar accumulations uh, interiorly in our souls, mm. in our spiritual uh, life as well. Wow! Of I never thought of it that way, but this, you know, of. of uh, disconnecting those those, yeah. those accumulations that we've got, yeah. putting them aside, yeah. and uh, I try to work on that as well personally, of uh, taking the things that I've inherited, things that maybe were given to me, things that I received or what I went out and got myself spiritually and yeah. soulfully, right? Going through and minimalizing and whoa, yeah, it's been practice. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Mm -hmm. That's work. Yeah, that is. Oh my goodness. You have life passions and you are, uh, I want to bring up mm -hmm. off the table now some of the stuff we were talk talking about in the car the other day, mm -hmm. if that's something you'll want to yeah, show sure. up to discuss yeah. them. Um, what's next? Uh, what's next for you? I know you talked a little bit about uh, climate change, climate mm -hmm. impact. Uh, um, re uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Um, <clears throat> uh, resource uh, uh, limitations in certain communities mm -hmm. uh, that are out there. Mm -hmm. um, what's your passions? What's next? Uh, mm -hmm. Go. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm working on, a, been working on climate change issues for a long time. I have a TED Talk called Last Ascents. Okay. And um, Wait. TED Talk, Last Ascents. Mm -hmm. With Kitty Calhoun, yep. TED Talk. Okay. Yeah, yep. it's about roots that I've done in the mountains that may not get a repeat due to climate change. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I was on the top of uh, of Adams, yep. Washington State. Mm -hmm. I don't know, a couple years ago, and uh, I was standing on glacial ice that I shouldn't have been standing on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was probably, I don't know how many thousands of years old. Yeah. And it was close to the rock. Yeah. And I knew that probably the next time, if I were to get up there again, I wouldn't be standing be on it anymore. It would be gone. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it just broke my heart. Yeah. And uh, so I interrupted you. Keep going. Oh, oh. yeah, no, no. It, you know the feeling. It's, uh, it's something. I, I mean, the thing is, is that we're called to be good stewards of the earth. And so I, I think that uh, we have to think about um, long-term sustainability. It comes to short-term versus long-term and the trade-offs. There's always trade-offs, right? It's never, nothing's ever black and white, but um, we know the direction it's going and we know that it's, that we need to, to to slow that down. We need to slow that down and so we need to make a quicker transition to clean energy. What are some of the things that you're involved in with clean energy? 
Um, so I got involved with Lion Energy out of Utah. They make um, lithium ion batteries, which are better than nickel cobalt because of where the our sources of nickel and cobalt. And um, and that's an important part of clean energy because you have the energy source like like uh, solar wind. Okay. You have uh, then you need uh, battery storage. You need energy storage, and then that's a important part of the of the equation and then transmission maybe okay. and uh so and i say maybe because right now i'm working with uh utah Dene okay. and um providing clean and providing solar panels and uh battery kits they'll never be hooked up with the transmission grid i don't think they're, because they're, they're contained the density yeah. in in the low density of housing on reservations. Right on. That, right. Is, that is amazing. How did you get involved in that? Uh, I was speaking at a at a uh, climate change conference this winter that was associated with a um, with the university winter world games. Okay. And uh, that's where I met Lion Energy because they were providing. Uh, batteries for all the ski teams who were hooking up um, their irons to wax their skis, you know, and there weren't uh -huh. enough plugs in the field house. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about um, need. Uh -huh. And um, and so I was like, yeah, there's the the people down around Bearsers, you know, yeah. who don't have, they either don't have any power at all, any electricity at all, or they're using, um, they're using generators that are that are loud, dirty, and and uh, need repair regularly. Right. And and then and then I read up a stories of even like a story of a Navajo woman, elderly woman, um, during a, a particularly harsh snowstorm, and she ran out of firewood, yeah. and she died. Yeah. She froze to death, and that that happens. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and it it shouldn't be. I mean, we have to look out for those people. We can't leave them behind. And I think that's that's uh, part of the whole my whole interest in um, the importance of diversity, equity, and inclusion is to to so that we know these stories. Maybe we haven't heard these stories, and and right. and. Uh, and it's like, wow, what can I do? Yeah. If I can't do something about this, what can I do about this, you know? I mean, we each have our own calling. Can you say more about equity, inclusion, and diversity, and how that looks in being a Christian, and being a Christian uh, uh, climber, being a Christian famous climber? Uh, yeah, well, it's been bothering me a lot, actually. The uh, the thought of, as a Christian, you know that the more, I think there's something in the Bible that says the more you've been given, the more is expected of you. Yes. And I've been given so much that I feel, I, I actually feel a burden, you know? Yeah. Um, it's it, Sometimes I, I might be feel a little fearful, to tell you the truth. And I don't know what to do about that. And it's just, uh, and so recently, um, 
it's funny the way things just God has a plan you don't know you don't like yeah. I never planned on being a climber I never planned on being a public speaker because right. I was afraid of both of those and yeah. I just happened to be yeah. and uh, and so anyway God's got this all figured out right. I so. <laughs> so I guess I, I don't it. have to be too fearful because he knows I, I am it. and he's got yeah. he's got it all worked out so I can just rest in him but anyway yeah. so I um, retired during COVID and then, um, and then I ran across the issue of, um, well, it turns out I was climbing in Hawaii, and it turns out that climbing's illegal, except for on this one wall. And so then I became um, friends with an indigenous climber, and then SCARPA started up the um, SCARPA Athlete Mentorship Initiative. And so then I became more involved with um, mentoring members of either BIPOC or LGBTQ plus um, groups. Uh -huh. I've always been working, my mentees have always been indigenous or Native, Native American indigenous. And um, so that's how I've become more involved with uh, try and help voice these voices, minority voices be heard. Yeah. And these uh, <clears throat> um, and 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 transferring over leadership, and that's that's been um, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and and so I've gotten us had opportunities to spend time with these with these minority communities and to start to figure out how to um, give and include and learn more. Um, because in the relationship, I feel like I learn more from them than they learn from me. Oh my gosh. You know, in that right. way, they're giving more to, to me than I am to them. I mean, you know, I try, but I, uh... Yeah, we were, when we were down in the kitchen the other night, you were sharing with uh, some of the youngsters that, are, that have been here. Um, you know, it came up, I, I, and, uh, I was riffing on something you had said, and I don't recall what it was, but... Uh, I said something like, uh, you know, there's nothing like getting to know somebody oh, yeah. to ruin you. Yeah. And my thought with that is like, I've got all these preconceived notions yeah. about who everybody else is in the world and who yeah. I am and who yeah. God is. Yeah. And then when I get to know somebody yeah. and I hear their story, yeah. holy smokes, yeah. it destroys yeah. all of those built up things I thought yeah. were the case and turns it on its head. Yeah. Um, and when you talk about what what you thought and it turns it on its head i mean i think that's really important right now in our society because there's so much people make so many assumptions there's so much there's so many generalizations and there's uh without an understanding of of um we're all unique you know but we also share um uh, so much you know yeah. um needs yeah. and wants yeah. um and 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 so one of the problems that, bigger problems that concerns me along with climate change is just the polarization especially i'll just talk about in america and um and how religion has been used as a part of that that really bothers me and um and so I, I think that uh, 
and it's been religion has been used for power and it's been and it's been misrepresented um, that bothers me and um, and so I've become interested in a group called the Braver Angels that work on depolarizing America there's okay. a one who wrote a book called um, I never thought of it that way and I think that it's that it's important for us to um, speak out because there because um, again I think Christianity has just been been misrepresented so much I mean that's happened in our whole history in the whole history of Christianity yeah um, a lot of times this, I think it's been used in conjunction with power absolutely um, empire I mean, one of the classics yeah, of, right. uh, of, uh, of Christianity is to uh, erroneously attach itself to empire yeah thinking that that was the way to go right. as opposed to the opposite get in the back of the line be the servant yeah. be the the last out of the room because you're the one cleaning it right uh, be mm -hmm. foolish mm-hmm be poor, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and boy, mm -hmm. the sparkle and the shine and the glitter yeah. sure is attractive. Yeah. 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 Holy smokes. Yeah. Anything else that's next with you? Uh, these are, I mean, these passions, uh, that makes me super happy hearing you say these things because uh, you're articulating a lot of things that go through my mind mm -hmm. and they're in my heart and I wish more people uh, were able to articulate as well as you did and thank you for that well no I mean it's been great being here this weekend you know because these uh, youngsters I'll call them <laughs> yeah that's what have I call a, them too yeah have <laughs> a, you know they've been they've articulated quite well you know and and I've learned from them I have so too. much to so learn from them I love I love the um you know that we can learn from each other not only across um, cultures but also across generations. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So we've talked a lot about a lot of things. Uh, is there one thing, maybe a couple things, uh, is there one thing that you really need to share with us or that you think we really, really need to hear? No, I just keep up the good work. I mean, guy, you know, we covered a lot, and you guys are doing great. Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's some fun questions we yeah. got for you. A little bit lighter. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you've just finished this great, uh, I don't know, it could be a whatever kind of climb. Uh, it could be just a day at the crag, or a, um, a big uh, multi-pitch alpine uh, ascent. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your favorite go-to after climb uh, beverage or snack or a yummy treat or something like that what's your favorite uh, it, I mean after a big expedition it used to be ice cream you know because you can <laughs> have ice cream in less developed countries it wasn't safe and um, yeah mm. I'm trying to think of like after my last big wall if we went and got ice cream definitely we would with my son when you uh -huh. know we did something big. Did you ever get any shenanigans with your son out uh, out climbing? Oh my gosh, so many. Okay, give us one. I mean, these you know these stories. I'd be I was worried I'd be arrested for uh, child abuse. I mean, by the, <laughs> the poor parenting committee or something. You know, uh, yeah, like one of his first camping trips. What we decided, I decided. Uh, let's see. It was during, um, 
his, I didn't know, they have a, had a teacher's break in the middle of October. Uh -huh. And so he all of a sudden got this uh, four-day weekend or something. And I said, oh, let's go to Yellowstone and uh, rented a car because I didn't want to put the miles on my car or something. We uh -huh. dr just drove up there. I just, we just had minimal camping gear. But it turned out it was so cold. It got really cold. And we woke up in the morning, like the roads weren't, well, we couldn't sleep. We couldn't sleep because it was so cold, we were shivering. So we went in the bathrooms, and the bathrooms were heated. Yeah, yeah. So we slept in the bathroom. It was just a little boy, you know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And then we got, and then when we then went, then when it's like, okay, we're out of here. So we didn't, it didn't even packed the tent we just like got the poles out of it and stuffed it in the trunk and <laughs> got shoved it in the car and, and turned on the heater you know <laughs> got on the road but the roads were closed because they were had because there was uh ice on them and you know they didn't have snow plows and so they so we had a so we just waited in the car with the heater turned on until the sun came out and warmed up the ice so we could go see the uh um geysers you know you'd yeah. never seen geysers before and things like um, that you know but it was like a gosh you know and then one of the early trips when we went to do um oh gosh we went and climbed owen and we thought we could do it in two two days uh -huh. but the second day the day we, so we hiked up to camp the first day second day we got a early alpine start you know climb there was more steeper snow on it than we had anticipated so and super exposed. Uh -huh. He was little, you know, uh -huh. he wasn't even 10 years old. And uh -huh. he we couldn't, he didn't feel comfortable down climbing, so we had to lower him down a lot of these slopes coming out. Anyway, it ended up being a super long day. And we were pretty much, like he wanted to eat his lunch, but we're like, no, that has to be dinner. And he's like, I thought we were hiking out. We're like, no, that would be like, you know, a 24 hour day and I get arrested for child abuse, you know, we can't do that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's gonna have to be your dinner and yeah. I love it. You know, you probably didn't even realize at the time that you were setting him up for success in the work that he's gonna be doing now. Minimalism, yeah, you learn minimalism. And talk about resilience. Yeah, resilience. Yeah, and Holy. dealing with fear. I mean we yeah. we did that, uh you know, I made sure we went on a, on a trip every year that took him out of his comfort zone and so um because um yeah, again, you know, that's how my faith gets strengthened is by being tested. I started to recognize that. Mm. Mm. And God still sustains us in all things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he'll get me through it as he yeah. always has. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah. May not be the way I want it. Right. Holy smokes. Yeah. If I wanted, if I got one, yeah. well, I am both terrified, Kitty. I am terrified of getting what I want and of mm. not getting what I want. <laughs> I know, you know, when you pray for greater faith every night, yeah. it's like, well, you got to watch what you're asking for because it's like, oh, yeah, do you I, really want to go through that to get greater faith? I, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was sharing with one of the guys this morning um, out on the step here uh, that I don't know why, but ever since I was a youngster, even until now, um, one of my regular recurring prayers is that God would give me wisdom. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had no idea of the journey that it like that God yeah. would take me on, and the suffering, yeah. and the craziness, yeah. and the upside downness, yeah. and the joys, and the passions, and yeah. the sorrows. 
to get wisdom. Yeah, right. Holy caboli. Yeah. Yeah. If I had known that, I think yeah. I might have been praying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> praying for something else. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh my gosh, God and sticky rubber. I yeah. got God and sticky yeah. rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Anything else we're supposed to talk about today? No, that's all right. I was going to ask you about a pack animal, but I don't think we should. I think we should just end it there. Yeah. No, oh good. gosh, that's such a great end. Yeah. Uh, Katie, thank you for um, uh, giving. Uh, not just listening and not just talking and listening and everything, but really giving yourself over to uh, the climate community, to the uh, greater community with the Dene, with the indigenous populations that we uh, share this beautiful gift of the earth with, mm -hmm. uh, that the air that we all breathe together, mm -hmm. the sun that shines on each of us together, mm -hmm. the rain that gets us all wet, mm -hmm is all a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And I, it warms my heart hearing you talk about your passions regarding, uh, regarding the tipsy-topsy-turviness that we have put ourselves in with climate, with weather, with major impact that it has on those less fortunate, especially. That speaks to my heart, and it ought to speak to every Christian's heart, that, uh, oh man, I just, I, that makes me so excited and to see you taking your gifts and your skills and using them uh, for the entire world, the kingdom of God. Mm. Uh, that is a that is something to uh, emulate and to copy. And uh, so I've got some things I'm taking away. God and sticky rubber. Yeah. Uh, um, what was it about uh, getting up the rock? Uh, uh, not to go for it. What did you say? Uh, one of your mantras. Uh, trust and commit. Trust and commit. I'm taking that away. Mm -hmm. Trust and commit. God and sticky rubber, and your uh, your work on equity, inclusion, and diversity. And we have to listen to each other. Mm -hmm. We have to do so with respect yeah. and gentle kindness. We just really just need to bring the fruits of the spirit to it. Yeah. You know, God's already laid out the plan in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm. and given us the power of the Holy Spirit to move forward with those fruits. Yeah that don't look like empire. Yeah. They look like getting in the back of the line, listening more than we speak, right? On mm -hmm. and on, mm -hmm. extending grace and mercy, mm -hmm. kindness, gentleness. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. Okay, I'm not leaving this weekend the same as I came. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, Kitty. Thank you. And uh, yeah, hope to climb with you again soon. Yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you for tuning in to Climb Hard, Love Harder podcast with Kitty Calhoun. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you will be encouraged on to love and good works within your climbing sphere, whether it's pebble wrestling, single pitch cragging, big wall climbing, or some kind of climbing up frozen water, be it ice or snow. And if you have any feedback, please don't hesitate to send us an email at pod at climbersforchrist.org. Thanks again for tuning in. Have a great day, evening, morning, or whatever time of the day it finds you. Adios.